Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, Apostle. Are you there? Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining in as we're waiting for the Apostle to come on the air. We're just going to start off with a quick word of prayer. And then once we get through with the prayer for Smile 3ER and Sharpening Iron, the woman of God will take over. So you all just be patient with us as we're moving through the day. Father God, we just come to you on today, God, asking you for your mercy and your grace, asking you for your strength, O God, asking you to forgive us of every sin, O Lord, so that you may hear our prayers on today, God. Ask you for touching our hearts, touching our minds and our souls, and entering into our spirit, O God, that we will give you all and everything that we owe you, give you every praise with our lips, with our hands, with our feet, God. God, we know that some of us have some issues before you, oh God. Some of us have some health issues. We're asking for you for healing. Some of us have some mental issues, oh Lord. We're asking you for healing. Some of us have financial issues, oh Lord. We're asking you for a healing. Some of us have family issues, God, but we're asking you for healing. Some of us have marital issues, oh Lord, but we're asking you for healing. Some of us have issues with believing in you, believing, oh God, that you are able, but we're asking you for a healing. Some of us have issues with faithfulness in our faith. We pray that our faith falls not. We're asking you for healing, oh Lord. Some of us have issues with selfishness, God. We're asking you for healing, oh God. Some of us have issues with loyalty, being loyal, God. We're asking you for healing. Some of us have issues of nobody understands me that goes back to the selfishness. Nobody's here for me that goes back to the selfishness and the unbelief. God, teach us how to believe in you. Teach us how to desire you, oh God. God, teach us how to be faithful in this walk with you. Because as we hear of the news and read in the paper and see on social media things that's going on around the world, people don't see that your word is coming true, God. We need a people that's prepared. Your people are unprepared, oh God. God, we just thank you for giving your word, giving your warning. Sending out your messages, God. God, we just ask you to open up our eyes and our minds that we get out of our selfishness. We get out of ourselves looking for everything that's not worthy that look for. We need to be looking for you, oh God. Keeping your word, oh God. Spreading your word, oh God. God, we just thank you for the opportunity to come before you once again to share with the people your word. 
God, we got to be ready for you. We got to be your walking epistles. We got to be walking and spreading the word, talking and teaching about you. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Oh, God, people are not ready for you, oh, Lord. Get us ready, God, even the more. Get us in the place that we want to be ready, oh, God, with all the issues we have, God. Some people have an issue with being ready for you, oh, God. God, set our souls, mouth, and heart, and spirit back on fire for you at this present time, God, forth. At this present time, going forth, oh God, get us back on fire for you. Let these dead bones live that we may speak life of the coming of the Lord, eternal life. God, we thank you for the opportunity that all the ones that desire to be well in their bodies, mind, soul, issues, physical, mental, Whatever it is, those that can help with the financial burden, come forth. Come forth in the name of Jesus. See the time approaches. Ah, the Lord's word is true. It's true, yeah. As you see the time approaching, it is what it is. Now, we need to be in place. These last days is the day of the Lord. Get in place, people, get in place. Take all your cares and lay them on the Lord. Put them on the altar. Get about God's business and God and get about yours. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus. It is so and so it is. So let's check to see if the woman of God is on the line so that we could continue on with the word on today. For Smile 3 each Iron Shopping Iron, Let's Talk Ministries, present to you, introduce to others, and tell everybody about the woman of God, Apostle-elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, are you on the line? Yes, ma'am, I've been on the line the whole time, but unfortunately... Law Talk Radio decided it didn't want to open up my mind. So I'm okay with that because God left me with you who knows how to carry on. So I thank God, I thank God, and I thank God again. And it's beautiful. I was like, okay, well, I was like, okay, well, hopefully Minister Renee will just go ahead and start because it will not let me on. And so I thank God for that technical difficulty because it showed you, the audience, on the World Wide Web, how we are the first partakers of God's Word. And the Word today, if I had a sermon or message topic, I would call it first equals addition in and with God. And you might say, I don't get it. Just stick with me. So I'm going to give you three versions of Matthew 6 and 33. First, amplify. But first, 
and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom, his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitudes and character of God. And all these things will be given to you. And the King James Version says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And then the last version that I'm going to read is going to be the message version. And it doesn't just give you uh, verse 33, but it gives you 30 through 33. And it says, If God gives such attention, to the appearance of the wildflowers, most of which are never even seen. Don't you think he'll attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax to not be so preoccupied with getting, you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. But you know both God and how he works. Speak your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Now, Minister Renee didn't know what I was going to be talking about today, but can you hear how God used your prayer? to align with what we're talking about on today. See, when you put things first, that means that it's coming before all others in time or order, the earliest, the first, the initial, it's the original, it's the primary, it's the foundation, it's the key, it's vital to and essential to what you do. It's foremost in position and rank and importance. It's the principal thing. It's highest. It's greatest. It's paramount. It's at the top. Now I have something I want you to do. I want every listener on this line to think about what was the first thing you did this morning. What was the first thing you did yesterday? What was the first thing you did all week long? This October thing you did. Proverbs 4 and 7 says, Wisdom 
is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. King James Version. So my question to you is since wisdom is the principal thing, when you woke up this morning, did you ask God for wisdom? Because James lets us know that wisdom, if you lack it, all you got to do is ask for it. And when you ask for it, God will give you wisdom. Well, I can truly say when I woke up this morning, I did not ask God for wisdom. But I woke up this morning just thanking him for another day. Thanking him for loving me. Thanking him for who he is. And then I was trying to get on the air, and I couldn't get on the air. And I was asking God for his wisdom of how to get past what was going on with the computer because it wouldn't let me in. And God said, Mrs. Priscilla is just going to go ahead and pray. Um, she doesn't know that you have a technical difficulty because you haven't texted her and told her anything. He said, well, she's going to start the program out first with prayer. And I said, okay, God, while she's praying, I'll still work on getting into blog talk. So I used my phone, and it was, you know, beginning to let me in. And then I just did a couple of browsers, and they were starting to let me in. And so I was closing a couple of browsers. And Minister Sylvia was praying, and the peace that surpasses all understanding that God gave me in knowing that he is first. And so, therefore, Minister Sylvia didn't just start doing this uh, with me and others yesterday. She's been doing it a while. So she knows what to do. And she knows that prayer goes first. Let me share a few verses with you about first. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And that's Matthew 22 and 37. Christ has indeed been raised, the first fruits of those who are fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes through a man. For as in Adam all died, so in Christ all will be made alive. So as we make God the first thing on our hearts, in our souls, and in our minds, we actually believe Christ is the first to bring us into a place of true life. Because Adam brought us into a place of knowing death. 
Christ is teaching us about life. And when we have a mind of Christ, we are alive. Another verse, the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy, good fruit, impartial, sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace, rise a harvest or raise a harvest of righteousness. That's James 3, 17 through 18. So did you hear that wisdom? It's pure. So God has given us wisdom because we've asked for it if we lack it. He's made us peace and loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, and impartial. Wow. That's a whole other message by itself. To learn how to be impartial and sincere. Colossians 3 and 17 through 18 says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn, first again, from among the dead so that in everything he might be the supremacy. So I woke up giving God thanksgiving and thanking him and his firstborn that is supreme, that because of him who has victory over death, we will have eternal, everlasting life with God. Philippians 1, verses 4 through 7 says, In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Mm, the first day. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other God before me, Exodus 22 and 3. Means that he must be first because there is no other God. Whether it's wanting or as Minister Sylvia was praying, selfishness, me, myself, and I, God must be first. And then we have the word of God that reminds us once again. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up his head and said to them, if any one of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her, the woman that was caught in adultery, John 8 and 7. Okay. So who has that first stone? Who's going to throw that stone? I didn't say who's going to preach in season and out of season. I didn't say who's going to rebuke and reprove. So I want to get that devil as God would say first. Because you don't know how many men and women are looking at people and saying, they didn't do this and they didn't do that and they're coming to tell me. 
Nowhere in God's word does he say, before you obey me, look at yourself. And yes, he does tell us to do a self-examination. But if you'll look through the word of God, even if David did this or did that, or Abraham did this or did that, one of his prophets did this or did that. They still had to obey him. Peter, the fighter, the rude one, that was quick to speak and slow to listen, he still had to obey God first. Who has done this and carried it through, carrying forth the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, with the first of them and with the last, I am he. Isaiah 41 and 44. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. First Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. Why do you look at the speck of sundust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Many use this when they say, don't judge me. That's Matthew 7, 3 and 7. But I think I would... Look at what it says. It says your brother's eye. It's talking to someone that hasn't been called or chosen. It didn't say clerics. I'm going there. It didn't say man or woman of God. Because guess what? Men and women of God that are called by God still have things wrong. But they're still to do a self-examination and obey God. Many women and men of God are called hypocrites because people can see the sins and the very things that they're doing, and they still have to rebuke and improve. They still got to preach the gospel of God in season and out of season. Imagine this. If no man or woman could preach and teach the gospel until they themselves were perfect. The word says there's none perfect but one. In his perfectness, Jesus preached the word and taught the word. He lived the word. And we are to be Christ-like. I must ask you this question. Other than Christ, they walk this earth. The word says none. 
We're striving for perfection as we learn how to be like Christ. And yet many will say, how can he or she tell me this or that when they do this or that? Because the word says we'd rather obey God than men. First John four nineteen, we love because He first loved us. Even in our imperfections, He still loves us. Proverbs three verses five and six and nine and ten. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all of your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will be bursting with wine. I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God for salvation of everyone who believes, first the Jew and then the Gentile, Romans 1 and 16. Aren't you glad you're adopted? That he didn't just come for the Jew and say, forget about everybody else? But God had a plan, and he put it into work so that you and I, listening on this worldwide web, and on Blog Talk Radio, we have a gift of salvation. Matthews 10, 38 and 39. And anyone who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake, talking about God, talking about Jesus, will find it. Matthew 13, verses 44 through 46. The kingdom of heaven is like the treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. Have we given up everything for God when we found him? That precious pearl, that precious field, that precious King of kings and Lord of lords, that precious gift from God. And we've given up our all to make him first. Mm. 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 Work on me, Lord. This is personal. Where my testimony and my life shows that when given the opportunity, 
I gave up everything for you. I made you first. I want to read this scripture. Scriptures one more time in Matthew 13, verses 44 to 46. And the kingdom of heaven, because remember we said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So in this verse, it says, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up. And then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Did we seek the kingdom? And then when we found it, and then when we found it. And again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value, that's the kingdom of heaven, great value, sold all that he had and bought it. What an analogy to seek the kingdom and to find it. And then with great joy, Give up everything because you know how great the value is. Let's go on. Let's go on. Ephesians 1, verses 22 through 23. And God put all things under Jesus' feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body and the fullness of him who fulfills all in all. See, you saw after the kingdom first, you found it, and you bought it with all that you had, you gave it all up, and then you inherited Jesus, who's made the head of all things, and he has everything in him, for he's the all in all, my God. And then you have Mark 9. And 35, that reminds you, if anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and all, the servant of all, mm, just like Jesus, all in all. Mm, my God. Then we go back to 1 John 4 and 19, where John says, we love because God first loved us. And 1 Timothy 1 and 15 says, where Paul says, Christ Jesus came unto the world to save sinners of whom I am chief or first. My, 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 my. First chapter in Revelations, the 17th verse says, where Christ says, I am the first and I am the last. What we've had added to us is the first and the last, the alpha and omega. And to have something added to you means to increase in size and number and amount to be built up, to be uh, put in and put on, to be included, 
to have that extra element or ingredient added to you. All these things will be added to you, which is economic addition. Talking about what you're eating, you're drinking, your shelter, the, the symbols of provision, spiritual and physical fullness in life, which is what we get through Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Acts 2, 41, verses 46 and 47 says, those who embrace his message were baptized, and among 3,000 were added to the believers that day, talking about the church. With one accord, they continued to meet in daily the temple courts and break bread from house to house, sharing their meal with gladness and sincerity of heart. Remember, he sincerely, with impartiality, remember, we talked about that earlier, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Are you saved over that? Do you believe that God is going to add addition to your ministry, whether it's 3,000 or whether he allows you, according to Acts 4 and 4, to feed 5,000? See, provision, supply. Mm. Acts five thirteen and 44 says, although the people regarded them highly, no one else dared to join them. And yet more and more believers were brought to the Lord, large numbers of both men and women. My, 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 my. So we're talking about the first equally the addition of God. Because when you fear the Lord first, He gives you encouragement through his Holy Spirit, according to Acts 9 and 31. Because, see, when you put God first, he'll allow you to pray to him as he did with uh, Hezekiah in 2 Kings 20, 5 through 6, where it says, go back and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, ancestor, I've heard your prayer. Remember, we prayed at the beginning. I've seen your tears. Many of us have been crying here and there and day and night. And behold, I am healing you. God is healing us on today. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord. He raised Jesus in three days. And when Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord on the third day, I will add 15 years to your life and save you this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will protect this city for my own sake, for my servant David's sake, for my servant Sylvia's sake, for my servant Tony's sake, for my servant Serena's for my servant John's sake, my servant Ron's sake, my servant Brandon's sake, my servant Antoine's sake, my servant Troy's sake, 
my, 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 my servant Margo's sake. He's going to protect the city that you're in, Israel, for his sake. God, we're praying for Israel at this time. We're praying for the will of God to be done at this time. For the will of God must be done in order for Jesus to return. My God. Mm. See, the spirit of God is not a corruptible spirit. It's not a sinful spirit. It's not a sensual spirit of appetite. But it's a spirit of holiness. Because, see, God wants to reassure us on today that he'll give us the peace, the peace that reassures the heart, the peace that transcends all understanding, the peace that shows us how to stand. And when we stand, he'll stand guard over our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. For God has told us in Philippians 4, that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, my God. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that we're justified and acquitted from our sins and blameless before God because of our faith in Jesus. I thank you for the peace and the joy of reconciliation that we're given through our Lord Jesus, our anointed one, our Savior, because of Jesus, my God. I thank you that our hearts and our minds, they uh, will lead us into the path of righteousness because we're going to have the mind of Christ. He's going to refresh us. He's going to restore us. He's going to lead us for his name's sake. We can have all confidence and assurance and be satisfied and convinced that everything is going to be perfected in us until the day of Christ Jesus' return. So, yes, things are happening according to the word of God, the way he foretold us that it would happen. And it's because there's conflicts, there's waging of wars, Mm. There's jealousy and covetousness There's lust There's murder There's enviousness There's fighting and there's battles There's wrong motives There's selfishness There's unrighteousness There's Hinduism And various desires Of adulterous ways And disloyalty uh, of sinners flirting with the world and breaking their vows to God. Because they'd rather love this world than love God. So that makes them an enemy to God because they love this world more than they love God. God has given us a purpose to love him, to fellowship with him to have a relationship with him. But yet there's some that's dwelling and living in the place of the lust of envy of the things of this world. God is saying to us, he's given us the addition that we need to live in this world. You might say, what what has what he given us? Let's just go to uh, Ephesians, just the first chapter, where he's given us grace and peace. 
where he's given us spiritual blessings in the heavenly realm with Christ, where he's chosen us because we chose Christ, where he's consecrated us and he's making us holy and purpose-driven. He's making us blameless in his sight through Jesus Christ. He's predestined us in his loving plan of adoption. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. He's given us the ability to know that he has good intentions and pleasures toward us. He's given us the ability to praise God. He's given us his glorious grace and his favor that he's bestowed upon us. He's redeemed us. He's paid the penalty for all of our sin that's resulted in the forgiveness. My God, El Nose. Elohim Chade He's given us mercy Complete pardon of our sins According to his riches According to his grace He's given us this He's lavished us in his wisdom And in his understanding He lets us know His mysteries His will His good pleasure He's Filled so many things in our lives according to his purpose in Christ Jesus. He brings all of us together in Christ Jesus so that we can have those things in the heavenly places here on earth. My God. He's given us his inheritance of the destiny to be claimed God's own. We've been predestined, we've been chosen, we've been appointed for the purpose of his works and everything to be in agreement with his counsel. He's designed his will, his hope in us through Christ Jesus. He's given us the ability to exist and to praise him and give him all the glory. He's given us the ability to hear You hear me? To hear his word, to hear his truth, to know his good news so that we could have salvation and we could believe we resulted in believing in him. He stamped us with his seal, with his promise of his Holy Spirit being on the inside of us because he's protected us. We're his own. He's guaranteed us. He's pledged to us that we have an inheritance because God has purchased us. Remember we talked about finding the kingdom of God and then giving up all that you have to go back and buy it. He's purchased us. We're part of that kingdom. God purchased us each and Every one of us, each and every one of us that are believers, we have heard and believed in our Lord Jesus by faith. And now we're his own. We don't cease to remember him in prayer. We don't cease to give him thanksgiving. We don't cease to ask him to allow us and to grant us the ability to walk in his spirit of wisdom and revelation that gives us deep, personal, and intimate insight into the true knowledge of God. 
This is what he's added to us. He's enlightened us. He's given us hope. He's given us a divine guarantee of our confident expectations in him. It's according to his riches. Our inheritance is according to his riches. It's immeasurable. It's unlimited. His greatness, the spiritual power that he's given us. Because of Christ, who he rose from the dead and who's seated in his own heavenly places at the right hand of the Father, who has all rule, all power, all authority, all dominion, he's given it to us. And as we put these things out there, subject to Christ, who is supreme, we can know without a doubt that he's completing us. He's manifesting his completeness in and through us. My, my, my. Nothing and no one can beat God's addition plan. Because by us first believing in him, first believing in the Son as our Savior, his Father as our Father, his Son as our intercessor, his Holy Spirit on the inside of us while we're on this earth, he didn't want us to be comforted. He wanted us while we're pilgrimaging through this earth. And while Jesus is interceding for us while we're in this earth, to thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for your mathematical equation does not equal to the mathematics of this world because this world's math makes no sense. When it's compared to God, math is beyond anything that we could ever create or develop or even implement. But God, but God, said if we put him first, mama, ish of God. His glory, his faith, his physical blessing, his spiritual blessing. What a mighty God we serve. I turn it back over to you, Minister Sophie. Minister Sylvia, are you still there? Yes, I was getting my phone off of mute. Thank you all for joining in with us this morning for this wonderful day of Smile3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, Blog Talk Radio, with the program Let's Talk. If you all come back next Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
we will be here with another word from the Lord. If you come back this Monday evening at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear our very own pastor servant, Troy Thomas, speak on tomorrow night with a word from the Lord. If you come back on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on our Wacky Wednesday, Wisdom Wednesday, where we will talk about things that just have us bound, have us uh, in a place of, I need to know. We're going to talk about having wisdom on Wednesday to get us through the rest of the week. So that's on Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook. If you come back on Friday evening at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will hear me minister again as the Lord leads me to share with you all his word. And our foundational scripture for this program is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And with knowing that, know that iron, sharpening iron, is definitely something we need to do. Know that Smile 3E ministry is definitely a minister, ministry that loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it because this ministry is about enlightening the people of what God has for us, what God has said about us, and what God is doing. Stay focused. We have to stay on point, and we have to stay before the Lord as we give him all due praises. So we would like to say again, thank you so much for just taking time out on this Sunday morning while you're going to church, coming from church, going home, coming from home, or whatever it is that God has you to do. We just tell you we appreciate you by taking time, listening to us live or in the archives, whether it's day by day or if it's years down the line. God's word is going to stand forever, and forever will his word stand. So we just want to say thank you all again. Thank you so much. It's back in your hands, woman of God. Amen. And if you need it to take something from the message on today, God shared a lot with but he told me to tell you, put him first. Father God, help us to put you first in every area of our lives. Not our spouses, not our siblings, not our parents, not our job, not our assets, not our liabilities not our problems, and definitely not the worries that the enemy wants us to think is ours because they're his, and we give them back to him. Teach us how to allow every area of our lives to emulate and display that you are first, you are foremost, you are the principal thing in our lives, for even in wisdom, we receive it from you. For even in love, 
you are love. For even in peace, you give us peace that surpasses all understanding. Teach us to put you first. As you pour out your blessings on us, that we do not have room to receive, and that you give us your wisdom first of what to do with these many, many blessings. And all this favor for your glory. We pray for Israel, and we pray for your people, and we are your people. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So until tomorrow, when it's Iron Sharpening Iron, with our own pastor, servant short pastor. And he is a great man of God. You might say, why did you call him Pastor Servant Joy Pastor? Because many of us call him Pastor. He calls himself Servant Pastor. And as we've learned on today, we must all serve, no matter what your title is. You must serve. For that will be your principal thing, to be a servant. For Jesus is serving us all as he's sitting on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. What a great first example Jesus is. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.